award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Harmon, and this is Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Excited about today's show. Uh, we are at Mid-South Shooter Supply in Clarksville, and as you can see around me, we've got a lot of animals in the room here. We're in the one of the, the offices here, and uh, it's going to be a fun show. We were with, uh, with Hee Haw and Dirt, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll rephrase that with Miss Connie King, one of our commissioners, and David, uh, her husband. So it's going to be a fun show, and I appreciate you guys having us. Thank you. We're so, glad to have you. <laughs> How'd you get Hee Haw? Well, my oldest grandchild. She decided, uh, we don't really know for sure, but now you the big van you drove in here. Uh -huh. I had a van when she was born, and I'd sing to her because I'd strap her in the back. And one of the songs I always sang was, I'm an old cow hand from the Rio Grande. And at the end, I'd go, yee-haw. So I think she started, we think that's where it came from. The rest of them picked it up. We have six, and that's what I go by. I love it. I love it. I, didn't, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. You know, you've been on the commission a while, and I hadn't yeah. heard hee-haw. So, uh, it, and I know it's your birthday quite yeah, often. Yeah, you've heard but. about birthdays. <laughs> Just not the grandmama name. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. And Dirt. Yes, I appreciate you being with us. Thank you for coming well, on. Well, I didn't know I was going to be here, but I'm glad you got me. This is, it looks like we're going to have a lot of fun, actually. Hi, we're going to always have fun. That's what that's what Wildcast is about. I know you're you're a hoot, and yeah. you love to have fun. So I'm well, glad the you're truth with us. of the matter is, the reason my my mother hated me. That's why they call me dirt. Oh, it's not true. <laughs> she would be so upset with him for saying. <laughs> no, I was a rock and roll singer for a long time, and I happened to get that up on the road and never got rid of it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, you're into a lot of stuff. Keyboard, music, singing, uh, like to hunt. I, you see in here in your office, you know, it's got a lot of a lot of mounts, so it's cool to to see. So uh, we're going to get into all that, and uh, I'm just excited to be here and, and and happy to be here. So tell us about where we are, Connie. What's the, this business? Now you're one of our commissioners, and then this is your this is what you do daily. So this is Dirt's office. Okay. So um, we have just decided to put most of his or a lot of them in here his mounts and things on the floor there's things everywhere mm -hmm. but this is an office in our building mid-south shooter supply um we got a few things around in our home or but mostly everything is here so yeah. it's just fun to to come in and bring children especially kids like to come we don't uh necessarily do tours or anything but when people ask we will bring him in and let him see all his fun mounts he's traveled all over and done a lot of Things, a couple of them are mine, not many. Yeah, love to be outdoors. I know you like to fish quite a bit. Yep, that's my main thing. Shotgun it and fish. Mm -hmm. I like to uh, wing shoot. I'm looking forward to dove season. Mm -hmm. Duck, and then some of the other, uh, you know, wing shooting we've been on. Yeah. Fun, that's me. But I'm I'm really not a big game hunter that much. Mm -hmm. But enjoy any time. I mainly like to go and be with people and see their skills. But I don't do much the big game shooting well tell us about the business how'd that get started i think we were chatting before the show and you said you said y'all purchased the company but tell us what mid-south shooter supply what y'all do what do y'all do well we're a mail order okay. for shooting supplies um i guess i can throw that to you because he's i came to help him that <laughs> i worked at the time at a nonprofit that i loved didn't uh -huh. think they could ever do without me and he asked me could i help him just while they got 
uh, the business going, all that. And I agreed to help a couple of days a week. Well, <laughs> that didn't last long. The next thing you know, I'm full time. <laughs> he couldn't live without you. Right, right. But he was in business a long time before we worked together. The one thing I remember about us working together, me going to work with him or for him, was a friend of his, his dearest friend, said to me, um, Connie, you're going to see a side of him you didn't know existed <laughs> if, you, if you go and busy, you know, work the business. And I said, oh, it's nothing about him I don't know. But mm, I learned, <laughs> it was kind of eye-opening, but also a tremendous amount of respect to see his skill in the, the industry and how much he was respected in the industry. Yeah. He'd been at it a long time before we bought this. So you just tell the history. Well, let me say this about this room. The, you know, some people would look at it and say, well, what are you doing with all that? We have a multitude of vendors come in here and, and meet with our crew upstairs, all our buyers, the whole gamut. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, of course, this room is top dead center in their businesses. Yeah. So it's obviously, when they come in here, everybody knows they're at home. That's very important That's to us because the shooting industry is about the combination of abilities but more so, it's about all the connections you have with people in the industry. You can't get product, you can't sell it. Mm -hmm. You can't buy it right, you can't sell it right. So this room is really important to the core of our business. Uh, when Connie was talking about her going to work for me, uh, that's not exactly right, but you knew that. <laughs> uh, but we have had a really good time. We've had a, it's been an excellent ride. It's all about our employees. It's not about us anymore. Uh, we've got people that have started with us when they were sixteen in their forty. I mean, you know, it's twenty over twenty, over twenty-five. We just had a fifty-year anniversary of our marriage and the business and that's cool i was actually astounded just when i go through and look at all the kids that have been here and how many of them are still here it, it's a true shock mm -hmm. so back to you commissioner well, the, the business was in east tennessee started by uh walter hawk okay it's his name he came to our party we had our party last year and he can he got to come and we got to introduce him to people but he started in his home right it garage was, it was in his garage wow. and then um it's too long a story to get into but we ended up buying it mm -hmm. or, or dirt did and it, they moved there for six weeks to learn all the ins and outs because we hadn't really done mail order mainly retail okay and so is that right you've That's done right. some you've done some mail order but he um so they moved there, and then they came down and worked with us for six more weeks and we moved the business i think it was 1995 as we were trying to remember today. yeah 95 we moved it um and our first location was on the north side of town we were there for five years and we moved to another location for five more years we bought this building 2005 and plan to be here we've got a couple of warehouses mm -hmm. that we've we've got 11 acres here so wow. we've had to been able to expand uh the business has grown and like he said it's a great business the one of my favorite things is when we first bought it and it was all on the phone mm -hmm. everything was on the phone there yeah. wasn't the computers and so I got to talk to so many fun people all over the United States, and even we sold it in 37 different countries, right. I think. Wow. So, of course, I didn't talk to them as much. But <laughs> it's kind of hard, I, huh? I met some of the, or on the phone, we became friends on the phone, and then they'd come hunt, That's right. or we'd go visit them, and it's just a neat industry when you, everybody you talk to nearly, I mean, there was a couple of kind of weirdness, but mm -hmm. uh, everybody we talked to had the same sort of 
lifestyle or mindset or the love of the outdoors, mm-hmm. love of the shooting sports, um, just good people. So that was fun for me to, uh, you know, get to talk and interact with people Definitely. that are like-minded. Yeah. So it was that was a neat thing about yeah, about definitely. the business so now it's more mainly on the computer mm-hmm. you know people order online i think what 95 percent now is it midsouthshootersupply.com is mm-hmm. that how you find mm-hmm. your your products yeah and and it's uh it's amazing not all your customers are probably not all of them are hunters some of them may just be oh, recreational right. shooters absolutely uh like to reload and that kind of thing and in fact that's our biggest niche is yeah, the reloaders is. yeah so they're just Shooters on the range every yeah. weekend, shooting lots and lots of ammo. They like to reload their own because they're very particular about what they're shooting. Maybe tournament shooters. or They are. But. And the impact of those sales is tremendous for the agency. You know, all mm-hmm. those dollars come back, you know, mm-hmm. the sales tax and things. Those dollars come back to us through our sales of licenses and things. Mm-hmm. So that's uh And then, too, great. we get to... Um, promote a lot of the shooting teams. Mm-hmm. We've got we're the sole sponsor for one team here in Clarksville. We try to do locally. Is that the SCTP? Team? Yes. Okay. Yes. It would be great if we could sponsor every team yeah. in America. I'm sure they would love it. <laughs> but we can't do that. We can help them by selling some stuff at you know good prices and all that. But as far as the sponsoring, we try to sponsor a lot of mm-hmm. the shooters, the young shooters, because that's. That's what it's all about. Yeah, give it back, pass it on. That's right. That was one of my thoughts That's I wanted right. to bring up. You know, who who introduced you all to the outdoors? Maybe Dirt got you going. I don't know. But who you want to go first? I did. Give <laughs> yeah. Well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, well, tell it. I grew up on a family farm. Okay. Three three girls. There's three of us. I all was right. the middle sister. My older sister It's only a couple of years older than I am. We rode our bikes all around our farm and pond fished. Okay. For brim. We would would use grasshoppers or dig worms. We (laughs) caught brim, and then we'd shoot our BB guns and that sort of thing. My dad did quail hunt, but he'd pack me. I couldn't hardly keep up. But I didn't get introduced to shooting until him, or bass fishing, just brim. And dad would take us to Real Foot Lake. We lived fairly close to Real Foot. So he'd take us to Real Foot, and we'd... Brim, his favorite was brim fishing. Oh, yeah. So, but then when he and I started dating, um, he introduced me to bass fishing, and I can remember thinking, what, do you just pull that through the water? I mean, I'm used to sitting there with my floating game pole. But it, and then he introduced me to all the shooting sports, and or at the time, you didn't even shoot sports, did you? I mean, no, you didn't. Uh, no, I always hunted. I, I, I didn't start shooting any targets until we got into this business and mm-hmm. then, and this business is predicated on the ability to be accurate yeah so we we spent an enormous amount of time but when we started i was a road musician her family didn't really think much of me <laughs> well the name's like dirt now he's insulting my mother <laughs> no. but now but i was playing at night so that gave me days yeah and uh, so then we did a lot of hunting and fishing and then uh subsequently she ran a buckhannon boat dock and i was a guide there for 10 years um both hunting and fishing and then just because i was doing that and the people that i met that's how we ended up here it's a long very Mm -hmm. convoluted story but the essence is just fishing on that kentucky lake brought all this together yeah so you so you've been doing it a long time, you, yeah. whether it's hunting, fishing. So you had a show. I did. And you had, you got it on, on Kentucky Lake and other yeah. places? I started when I was, th- Billy Dyer booked me the first day when I was 13. And uh, 
I was there until 70-something. She has wow. to do the we dates. We moved in 76. Okay. Well, I don't do dates. We moved to Clarksville <laughs> in 76. I, I do yeah. rod and reel, and I can do guns, but I don't do dates. <laughs> so it's been a it's been a really fun ride. We've I don't know how many countries we've done shows in or, how, or we've been hunting in now, but it's lots. Wow. Uh, most of Europe, uh, of course, Australia, New Zealand, Alaska, not everywhere around. It's It's been a real, real trip. And, uh, well, I think when... Um, he first started uh, guiding at Kentucky Lake. Um, he would guide during the day and play music in Nashville. And then it was a long way from there because we didn't have the interstate or anything. Mm-hmm. But I would drive him on Fridays or Saturdays if he played, wherever he played. I would drive him so he could do his gig and then sleep on the way back home so that he could fish the next fish morning. Fish the next morning, We yeah. did that until we didn't have children, of course. You can do those things so. and when one of the nights got so long we were playing at woodmont country club and she happened, she was our female singer for that there you go so we, she gets me back to the dock and my people are already on the dock waiting for me well my favorite thing was to get a coca-cola or a pepsi or something and a twinkie well i was so tired i was walking down the hill at buckhannon's i had that twinkie in my mouth walked right off the end of the dock right out <laughs> into the river <laughs> Can you imagine what his people thought? Oh, man. But they went fishing. I, they got in the boat with They did. What are they getting into? <laughs> well, that's, uh, we talked about passing it on and things. So you've been passing on this tradition for a while with your guiding and things like that. And then now you've got kids and you're introducing them. Well, you had kids a while back and now they've got, got grandkids yeah. and you're passing this on. The they're legacy of the shooters. outdoors. They're yeah. good shooters. Uh, yeah, they're in the shooting sports. Uh, now, of course, three college students now, and three mm-hmm. that are in, well, two middle school, one grammar school. But they're they're learning, and yeah. uh, the older ones, of course, have been shooting, hunting with us some. Well, and the youngest one got a really, really nice deer. Yeah, uh, I think it's eleven point, but it was. Wow. It was it, well, I mean, it's a good deer too. It just mm-hmm. wasn't eleven point. Well, Weston did his ten. Yeah, That's they, right, they all shot big deer first, and it was not. It was like we. It doesn't always work. <laughs> They're this ruined. Way. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh man, I, you know, it took a while before I killed a decent decent yeah. deer. So you know, it it's a it's a it's a. Well, sport. when you think about that, Jason, these if you can see these three deer behind us, they mm-hmm. came from LBL. Yeah, that was the first year ago. LBL on the right. Wow. So probably about seventy six, we decided to uh, no. About 78, probably. Whenever it opened. Which then, you just, it was a magnificent thing if anybody killed a deer, period. Mm-hmm. Everybody rushed. We lived at Buchanan's at the time, uh, and it was just amazing. So when he came home with that first one, that year, everybody came from miles around to see it. Mm. it and, you know, you just think of the difference now of how that. Yeah, it's was then and now with changed you a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. Tennessee with the new world record non-typical. I mean, the game has changed. <laughs> Tennessee is becoming a destination for right. many things. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got turkey, we've got deer. Right, it's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great place to live. Yeah, TWR has done an incredible job. The the, the turkey situation is just off the wall. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many. But, yeah. um, well, tell us about why you wanted to be a commissioner, Miss Connie. <laughs> well, okay, this is a kind of a different story sure um, i didn't um i decided i was asked to take the place of julie schuster okay because she yeah. was going to another job and had a few more months i think seven months to go another, mm-hmm. another commissioner All right and so when i received a phone call from uh, governor sunquist's office to um serve they said i said how long and they said well about 
six or seven months. I thought, oh, sure, I can do that. And really didn't understand. I knew some commissioners. I'd never been to a meeting. I didn't really know what all TWRA did. I just know I loved the outdoors and was had learned a lot in business and mm-hmm. thought, okay, maybe I can contribute a little bit. Definitely. So when I went to my first meeting, I mean, I didn't get orientation at that time. <laughs> I just got put up there in front of everybody, and I was just like a deer in the headlights. I was like, what have I gotten into? I felt like I didn't know anything, and I didn't. Truth was, I didn't. Yeah. So I sat there quietly for about the first two years and listened and learned. And then they finally got to send me through some orientation with the new newer sure. commissioners came on. So you signed later. on another another five, five years, six years, whatever. Six, yeah, six. I was uh, asking, and and I wasn't going to stay truthfully because he and I just got started where we were getting to travel and do a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. We had young people taking this over, and I I didn't think I was going to do it. But then after I had been on those six months, I realized how long it takes to learn. I'm thinking just now where I could get a little maybe input. And um, so I didn't think it was fair to the agency either to have to go find somebody else, mm-hmm. put them through all that confirmation. You have to go through all that stuff. Yeah. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll accept another appointment if they choose to give me one. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to be six years. <laughs> I thought maybe another two or three. Yeah. But that has gone so fast. That was 2014. And look here. Yeah. It's like I'm off. I rotate off in February of mm. 21. So it was it it was a surprise to me, but a good surprise. Yeah. And I learned, I've met so many great people. I have grown to um, respect the agency and all, everybody works there. And he can tell you if if we're out and I get any kind of a criticism, I'm, I can get a little, oh, wow. I, it upsets me a little bit yeah, when I hear some criticism. It's, it's not little, fair. Yeah, it's a little different when you're. In it all yeah. day long, you know the back, the behind the yeah. scenes, and things yeah. that are going on, and it's, yeah, you've created, a, you gained this love and this passion for what mm-hmm. we're trying to do for the sportsmen and women of Tennessee. And one of the favorite things I got to do is the commissioners. My sister is a science teacher, and she asked if I would come speak in sixth grade science. Mm-hmm. Her gave me the whole day in every class. Wow! And uh, Don King provided me with that video. Oh that yeah, happened. yeah, it was so good. And I used that and just were able to. She wanted me to tell them about our agency that does good for the environment because mm-hmm. they were studying in science how we as humans are such a detriment. Yeah. to the earth mm-hmm. and she said I think they need a different perspective so she got that she asked me to come it was so fun and the kids were so receptive and would just wanted to hear stuff and wanted to they were real involved and I thought we need more of that to mm-hmm. to say we are an agency or we're people that are contributing to conservation right. and not constantly you know being a detriment mm-hmm. to it so that was a fun thing yeah. i'm sure you've learned a lot and then you've been able to contribute and not going to that class and helping educate but also making some important decisions and oh my. a lot of things you have to deal with as a commissioner it's, it's very important and a very tough job mm-hmm. it's been team that's for sure because i again being able to um, talk about the cwd's new i yeah. mean it was on since i've been on the asian carp became a huge issue uh at the good on the good side the elk Raffle. It's gone uh, well, yeah. Yeah, all mm-hmm. there. So there's some good things, but there's also been some really hard things. I, I'm just been part of the team and learning and being not taking the lead in some of that because I, you know, not a biologist or, uh, but there's, we have a great commission. I'm just proud of them all because everybody cares. Right. And everybody um, takes the time to get educated on what we don't know. Understand education. They don't come in with an agenda and it's not, you That's know, true. it's, it's, um, there's biology behind it, you know, so. 
We have we trust our biologists. Right. You know, that doesn't mean we can't ask legitimate questions. Exactly. But we do trust them and know that that we all uh, have the same goal in mind. That's mm-hmm. Well, and it's very important that the public uh, supports the commission because in a lot of cases, uh, the public doesn't know the whole story. And in a lot of cases, cannot know the whole story. So they have to have a respect and a total trust in their commissioner because they're making decisions outside of what they know. Right. So, yep. well, that's why I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could support her, right? Uh, oh, he's awesome. He's awesome at helping me, you know, because I can bounce stuff off of him. When mm. I get a letter or an email or a phone call, I can ask him. And then his friends, especially. I mean, I have like friends that fish and all that but especially the hunters that then i can ask them you know tell me what you think about this what's your viewpoint on that that's that's important to have a connection with the people you're serving yeah yeah. because if you don't it's just speaking of serving who who, uh what's your district are you statewide i can't remember no i'm district six okay region two i've got 13 counties okay it kind of it's real narrow uh, but a lot of a lot of the commissioners are broken up into districts like you say and then Mm there's statewide some Mm -hmm. of them serve the whole state well, I've, I get um, good response, good emails, texts. I, I just think my group is really easy. Yeah. I shouldn't a say that. Good I, group of counties. <laughs> I have, but that's the one thing I've tried to do as a commissioner is respond to every email or text or phone call. Be available. Um, yes, to be available. Um, I mean, it may be as simple as I didn't get my magazine this year, oh, you know, yeah. making a phone call. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's maybe that simple or it may be very complex. And when it does, I reach out to whoever is, you know, I'll call Bobby or just yeah. whoever and say, tell me where to go, yeah. get this answer. So mm-hmm. at least I can do that much. Yeah. Well, uh, before we run out of time, I wanted to talk about some experiences outdoors. Uh, you love to fish mm-hmm. uh, and you fish all around Tennessee and you like to go offshore too, so yes, yes. talk about some of that. What's your favorite type of fishing? Uh, crappie and brim and red ear. Okay, that's really my favorite. As much as we, I mean, uh, recently I got to catch my first tarpon. That was on my bucket list, but it's like it wears me out. I can mm. fish. <laughs> it's <laughs> like chore, yeah. I want a little ultralight. I can just pull those brim and, and crappie in, and that's to me the most enjoyable I have. I mean, not that I would refuse any fishing mm-hmm. i love it all but the the small game the freshwater probably for me is my best now my favorite story i guess was when we were first married uh we took our was it honeymoon what no it wasn't honeymoon it was somebody else's honeymoon <laughs> <Stay> <laughs> what, can t- what can we tell this story now <laughs> <laughs> we went we went down to florida camp and we, but we didn't have a camper we were in the back of a pickup truck and cold it was so cold but we went 29 out 29 degrees that day yeah. wow and uh, I threw this, he was teaching me to cast, actually, or teaching me to fish. And I threw this big old purple worm out there. Because he, he said, I see it. There's a fish over there in that it was, it was spawn season. And those lily pads, I see it. See if you can cast over there. Well, luckily, I hit it. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it you know takes it. And my reel messes up. I get a backlash, and I'm into doing this. And he's screaming my orders. And we finally landed it. 12 pounds, 13 ounces. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pounds. It's out there on the wall. Large sure. mouth, yeah? Large okay. mouth. Wow. So, I mean, it was it like. It had ice in the guides. <laughs> it was the really? third week of February, 29 degrees, and it was on Lake Griffin, which is in the northern part of Florida. So, uh-huh. And it was cold. Jason, wow. what do you think you did with it? Put it on a stringer and put it over the side of the boat, and we kept fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and we, there were no live whales. <laughs> 
the other one like well that's right. and so we i was scared to death a gator or turtle or something's gonna get away <laughs> so we finally got in anyway yeah and then after dragging it around all day yeah, well, it was a 13 plus fish wow that, that same like day we caught several i mean that was a yeah one of those yeah, days it's, it's just well the nines are no good anymore yeah <laughs> well there's days i mean you're out there and you're catching Great fish, and then there's days you don't catch anything. That's just part of it, right? right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And then my, one of my biggest, well, probably my biggest fishing buddy is Kim Wilson. Mm-hmm. And she and I have fished and fished, and we've had days that were, just, you dream of, and then days we just, you know, drift around and talk. Yeah. But that's good, too. Yeah, that's it's fun not too. a bad day on the water, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Any day on the water is a good day. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there, I, this deer behind me, and I don't know if you can't see it yeah. on camera, we'll get it on camera, but... Yeah. It's a New Mexico. Tell us about this deer. Yeah. 204 eights, and uh, it killed it on BLM. It was not on private ground. And uh, when the taxidermist, that, and by the way, he's a score guy too, uh, said it was the biggest deer he'd seen in New Mexico in like 20 years. Wow. Uh, on a BLM hunt, mm-hmm. non-fence. And then th- these, this little booger bear behind you here, uh, Steve Hornady and I were hunting in China. And that we camped at 13.9. We got way on up 16.5. I think I actually shot this one somewhere around 16. But that's a Tibetan wow. blue sheep. And that little one up there, which is a 70-pound, which is, you know, at five 600 yards is, is a pretty tough shot because he weighs 70-something pounds. A little guy. Yeah. And then, <laughs> of course, uh, the, uh, like I was saying earlier, the, it's just tremendous that we had the opportunity to go to all these places. Yeah. That's Austria, uh, Czech Republic. Africa, Asia, and so on. I mean, it's a tar from New Zealand. That's mm. a what a magnificent animal. Yeah. Uh, and that one just to the left of the tar uh, is an ibex from Spain. And we we were hunting where the Romans took their marble out of the wall. We were, I was actually sitting on the marble. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And we got to. Um bird hunt there too um, partridge partridge hunt yeah. that was quite an experience was it in a pear tree it was, it was, <laughs> i felt like i was in a pear tree it was weird how they they it was a what they call them a driven, driven hunt so they're driving there's people in front of you driving the birds oh, to yeah. you and you're shooting out there and they're saying shoot shoot and you're thinking there's people out there <laughs> shoot up right <laughs> it's like don't shoot the dog don't shoot the they had these flags they're beating i was just like that was a little intimidating wow wow but, well, I'm sure you've got stories, that, you know, all kinds of stories. This is amazing. Uh, you've amazing that you got to go on all these trips and do these things. I mean, you've been blessed, and yeah, you know, now you're absolutely being able to pass on the, the legacy of outdoors mm-hmm. through the commission and through the, mm-hmm. through your operation here. And well, I appreciate having served on the commission out, and you know, it's a it's an experience that really taught me a lot, and I've met some great people. Yeah, awesome people. Yeah, and uh, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> <laughs> There's a running joke on the commission, and they like to wish Miss Connie a happy birthday all the time. It's funny, but anyway. It used to embarrass me, but not anymore. I like it. <laughs> uh, well, this has been fun. I, I appreciate you guys letting us come to your place and talk and chat. And well, we thank you. Yeah. You do a good job. Well, thank so, you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we're just trying to get the word out and let people know what we're doing at the agency. And but you've had some interesting in guests. At- Join, keep it up. Yeah, yeah. Keep it up. There's a lot Thank of people you. out there that we'd love to hear about. Yeah, well, we're going to do it. And if you got any ideas, send them my way. I'll be open to those. 
uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in to Tennessee Wildcast. And I want to thank Miss Hee Haw and Mr. Dirt here for uh, joining me today. And uh, we'll see you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Hey, man. Sounds like Tony Joe White. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.